You're listening to the Soul Shape Podcast, where we focus on your spiritual fitness or what we like to call your energetic self-care. We're sisters and the co-founders of Soul Shape, a quantum wellness app designed to make it easier and accessible to find healing practitioners in the energy healing world and the soon-to-be Soul Gym. We want to have soulful conversations about spirituality and wellness, and whether you are dabbling or taking a deep dive into energy healing, we want to introduce modalities and healing practitioners to you one by one. So it's time to get into Soul Shape. My name is LJ Woodard, and this is my sister, Leslie Bennett. Leslie, who are we talking with today? We have another good one. We have Susan Curry of Interior Works, and we're talking about the power of alignment. Alignment. Well... Let me tell you a little bit, bit about Susan. She is an emotional frequency intuitive, a holistic life coach and nutritional advisor specializing in the adjustment of inner frequencies. She is the founder and developer of the modality Interior Works, a human performance tool which can be generally described as a naturopathic intuitive life coaching program. Is that Did I say that right, Susan? Naturopathic? It's such a, that's a new yeah, word for me. Um, yeah, naturopathic naturopath. Got it. So you created your own modality. Why don't we first start with interior works? Why you created your own modality? Explain interior works to us. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. And and then second of all, let's get into my curiosity with the human performance. That's, that's what got me on this track. Um, so the word interior works, I spell works W-E-R-X, and the E is for energy, the R is for release, and the X is for experience. So it's an energy re release experience. What I um, observed as a curious uh, young human <laughs> is that certain people um, were successful and happy and joyous and other people weren't. And I thought, well, they all came with the same, you know, material. They all came with the same equipment. Why isn't everybody just happy and joyous? So I started, you know, researching why, you know, why some people, you know, live in misery and, and uh, what's more importantly, how could I help release that? Um, so as a small child, I was, I was getting um, <clears throat> what I call downloads of information um, which was, I, I just thought every human got these downloads. You know, I would know information about other people, like why they were sad or, you know, without them telling me, which is an empathic skill. So I realized that I was empathic, that I was clairvoyant. You know, I could see things, see visions or see things that happened to them in the past that I wasn't, you know, a privy to. Like, I didn't know their stories, but I knew their stories. <laughs> um, and then what was more important to me was, okay, well, since you can see all this stuff that people are carrying around, well, why don't you be a, a you know, a vehicle to help them release it mm -hmm. so that they can live in a happy, healthy body. So that was, that was my kind of aha moment. And then I just um, put myself in a think tank, uh, eliminated certain friendships. I eliminated the newspaper, the magazines, any kind of outside influence and just, you know, started researching and doing my own um, experiments. I worked with a forensic psychiatrist in downtown Chicago, you know, who allowed me to have all these um, exposure to people that had really intense issues. And I 
once once I was able to help resolve their issues, I knew I was onto something really good that could really help humanity. So that's what I do. Isn't that fun? <laughs> so let's talk it's about let's talk about release, right? You you get these downloads and 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 you work to get them out of the body in out of the energetic field. Is that correct? Tell me more correct. about that. So I, I don't um I don't call it the energetic field field because what I seem to find is I find little, uh, I don't want to use the word nodules, but, but I find little um, points in the, within the cytoplasm, within the cell, you know, within the cell, within the organ, within the body. So it's not an energy field. I'm actually working on the inside, on the cellular um, uh cleansing, I'll just call it that, cellular cleansing. So so when I hold someone's hand, I get these pings in my body to go to the points where they have issues that need to be resolved. So I, I you know, I don't hold hands with a lot of people. <laughs> I just want to say, wait, wait, hold on. It's like, how do you meet people? Or I don't know, just anybody, I would think you might explode, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. is it a strong feeling when you touch someone? Yeah. I mean, like I've had um, almost doubled over pain from people's pain. Mm. Um, and of course, as a young, you know, as a teenager, it was detrimental. And so my my defense was to become sarcastic so that I could kind of keep people away from me. You know, I make jokes and then I'd like run away from them. But I was I was talking truisms, but I didn't want to get into it. Um, so that, and then when I started, go ahead. Well, that that empath feeling, right? Is it does it only arise like when you actually touch someone? Um, well, now, yes. But when I was, um, you know, on my I couldn't go to a party, but it was very, <laughs> I mean, if I went to a party and somebody had a fight with their lover or whatever there, they had gastrointestinal stuff, I would feel everything at that party. It was never, you know, a fun experience for me until I learned how to keep it, you know, out of my system, which when I sit down, I'm totally off. So I could be in a party seated and I won't get any data. When I stand up though, it's like, you know, so when I sit down and lay down, I'm like off. Cause I asked, I'm like, come on, I need an off switch. I can't be on all the time. Um, so that's why, you know, I, um, th that's one way of protection. Mm. Although I'm much better now, I can go to parties and just, you know, kind of walk in my own love bubble and say, I'm off you know, I'm off duty right now. I'm not, you know, this is not, all I care about is what outfit you're wearing and how cute you are <laughs> and what delicious foods we're eating or what the dance music is. That's all I care now. <laughs> oh, that's, that's yeah. good to know. Well, I've worked with Susan. I have too. So I know how yeah. she works with the body. Mm -hmm. I know how you connect in and those pinpoints. I'm always fascinated by the use of color. You always have us breathe in a color and, or breathe out a color. How does that work for you? How do you get that download? And so that's a new uh, addition to the modality of interior work. So that I, just in the last maybe several years is where I'm doing what a color washing because uh, 
how do I phrase this? Uh, I needed to figure out a way to make it less, um, I don't want to use the word taxing, but less um, um, of, of my body doing it for them and more of your body doing it with me. Mm. Oh, that's it's, great. Yeah. Yeah. And so the color gets me kind of off. I won't say off the hook, but you know, it gets me, <laughs> it gets, it, it, it makes it more of a collaborative as opposed to, I used to just do it for people. Yeah. Well, you know, my physical body had to have a reboot, you know, a, I remember. A couple, a couple years yeah. Ago. yeah. And, you know, it was because I was using my energy solely to help clear people's bodies, which I'm happy to do. But, but, but actually in this day of all is love, you know, to, to do the more collaborative work is the way, you know, that, that is the new consciousness to do the more collaborative work. So I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm assisting. I'm not the, you know, it's, it's not Susan doing it. I'm just there as a coach next to you to like, you've got this talent. I'm just guiding you. Mm. Okay. Put the yellow. Okay. So it just comes as downloads, whatever color, yellow, blue, purple, whatever we need to wash. Um, and it just comes, the information comes. So I get blocks of data. I kind of call it my note cards. Hmm. <laughs> no, for it's someone like, like me, who's not so like, um, layman terms, like I, it sounds like it, the colors kind of just get you in the mood, right? Kind of. Yeah. Well, and, and colors are, are a healing essence. You know, sound is a healing essence. Color is a healing essence. They're all healing essence. Um, so the color, for whatever reason, brings that vibration. It could be like when I'm working on the heart chakra, we need green. When mm -hmm. I'm working, you know, that those are the colors that will help it come back to its own uh, alignment. And, and that's what we're talking about, alignment. Yeah. You know, we're all walking in, a, in bodies that know how to be aligned. I call it aligned in the divine. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it knows. It just falls off a little bit or gets clouded by stories or um, experiences that become emotional entrapments inside the cells. So I, I'm like a forensic kind of. Yeah. Well, that's the <laughs> power of enlightenment, enli not enli alignment. I did say enlightenment yeah. too, which helps, you know, it's part of it. But that alignment is really, that's what's so powerful about it. Because when you're in alignment, man, you are just, you're a a force oh. to be reckoned with. You're completely, you know, in tuned and everything. So, um, I mean, doors open, the world is yours. Um, a lot synchronicities happen. Um, you know, I, I did this, um, peace planting project in Chicago with a group of people. Um, and we had 24, um, locations to go to. One of the locations was to go into the opera house. Mm on a Sunday when they weren't having a performance. So all, all of your analytical data would say, well, Sue, how are you going to get in there? What's going, you know, like you, you don't know anyone there. You, who are you going to call? I, I, all I, the, 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 it's like the data came, I was totally aligned. And I said, I just need a driver, a really good driver in a fast car. I just need somebody and I'll get in. I said, I, but you know, I need a, I need a, you know, so sure enough, we pull up on Michigan Avenue. I throw open the door. And at the very moment I throw open the door, this, this side door opens that doesn't even have a knob on it. Right. <laughs> and the band is, these people are rolling their big, you know, 
instruments out with the dollies and stuff. I said, oh, let me hold the door for you. <laughs> As they go out, I go in. There's your invitation. The, right. I plant the, the little crystal where it needed to be. And then I go out with the band. But that was that's how alignment works. You don't have to do the analytical part. You know, doesn't it's not necessary. It actually kind of clouds the vision. You just that's, know. that's how we were raised, Leslie. I mean, our mom was one of those people for sure. Like, right? Come on, I don't know how we're going to get there. I mean, this is before navigation or maps. Let's just get in the car and go. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> our, our mom always got us there. She was, I, you know, and you've heard our stories about our mom. You know, she she was just one of those people that just knew how to get there, knew that she'd meet the right people. So we were raised with that. So um, we've always yeah. kind of, although, you know, as we grow older, you kind of go, come on, mom, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and and we would doubt her. And but yet again, she would prove us wrong. And, you know, good on her to it never rubbed off because sometimes <laughs> I've traveled. I've gone to Europe so many times, like when I was in college, when I studied in London and I forgot to get cash. I mean, I think it were ATMs around? I'm going to age myself. I think when ATMs were just starting in the, yeah. but like, I'm like, oh, I don't have any cash, but it's like, you know, someone will help me. I mean, maybe I had $5 <laughs> in my pocket and sure enough, there, there's always a nice military person that's willing to help a young girl with her suitcases. <laughs> so that always helped. But, um, so I want to get back to, back you know, to you. Yeah. It's not about <laughs> us, Laura. It kind of is though. Sometimes. It is. Kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Susan, you know, one of the things that I think we've talked about, um, you know, just between us is that, you know, where we work, having that power to go within and and knowing our inner power versus, oh, Susan can help me. I'm just going to let her do it. And, and that's really, that's really not empowering people or keeping their alignment. So how do you deal with a client that really just doesn't want to own their power? They just want you to do it or they want Joe X to do it. You know, they, they can't heal themselves. They have to have others heal them. What do you, what do you do to coach them or say to them? Um, it's interesting because I set the stage for them to realize that this is the time they're, you know, the mm. training wheels are offline, you know? Um, so I always set the stage. So for example, I had one, um, a really intense case. And I gave her a projection. I said, we're going to work on this for six to nine months. But mm -hmm. after this, after that, you are up and flying like a, like a bird that's just got these brand new wings. And I, I, you know, so I constantly like put that into the, you know, into the sessions. Uh, she had an extremely traumatic, violent past life that was affecting her, this, you know, her, her life in the now um with incredible torture mm. this this gal had gone through in a past life um so i mean it was an intense case it was a weekly intense case but i set the stage and said you know six to nine months and i kept kind of giving her barometer okay you're 62 percent there okay let's see you know and then we do a like couple more sessions okay you're 72 percent and i keep giving her barometer and then she's like she goes up and running and, and and baking me delicious yummy goodies and, and and you know and we we stay in touch but she doesn't she doesn't need me she's up and running it's all you know and and in her case it was a super success because she had been to a top 
one of the top psychiatrist systems and it just didn't it didn't work for that's her. what i was going to ask you because how this how intuitive coaching life coaching that your interworks the interior works that you do how that complements someone who's on therapy i mean they must be reaching out because they're either not satisfied with their therapy and they're trying something new they're open to you know the i mean their parent, her parents, and she was like in her early 30s when we worked together. So her parents actually set it up because mm. they said we've we've spent thousands and thousands of dollars. We've given our daughter the best, you know, um, professional help that we thought would be helpful, and it's it, it, we're not getting anywhere. She's still traumatized. Is that um, sometimes what it comes down to? Because if someone's just willing to try to be open, and Les and I always talk about that, that's about getting into soul shape, it, to be open to the possibilities. I mean, I think that's... Well, and that's super, super important. And I want to kind of drill into that a, a, a little bit and a lot. Yeah, go for a it. Lot, um, because, um, and again, this is all going from my research and my, my experiences with clients, but I had a client that said, I don't want to talk about it. You just do it. You just, you know, hold my hand and do what you do and just, and he was just really closed. Mm. Well, I did the work and he got the healing. He had like a, a fungus that was in his toe. I cleared that, 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 not I, but the energy that I pulled together did it. I, I, I don't say I do it. It's a whole, uh, you know, I, I just align with the energy and help facilitate it. So, um, but the, the, the fungus was cleared but within two days, I had it. <laughs> so I actually, so the fact that he would not openly listen and wanted me to do it, I, I, it was cleared, but then I inherited it. And that was not, I'm like, oh no. Nobody oh, no. wants a fungus in their toe. It's awful. Exactly. <laughs> so then that's when I like put, like, you have to, like, I will only work with people that are, you know, that will be like, okay, I'm, I'm curious about this and I'm open. I don't know how it works. It sounds kind of weird, but I'm open. If they say, this is weird, I can't do this, no way, then I say, good, no way, goodbye. <laughs> uh, so I won't work with anyone unless they are open to it. And they don't have to understand. I always tell people, you don't have to, when you turn on the light switch, yeah. you don't, and you get that beautiful, brilliant light coming from the ceiling or what. How does that really happen? <laughs> You don't know the circuitry, but you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So I, this is kind of like the light switch theory. You don't have to understand how I do it. That's what you I feel about every time I take a flight on an airplane. I don't even know. How does this thing <laughs> stay up in the air? How the heck? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. It's right. the beauty of it's it. It's a good question. Yeah. I mean, you have to be open. The work always has to start. You have to be willing. What did we say the other day, Leslie, we were talking about? any kind of journey you're going to take a healing journey and it, embrace it and enjoy it yeah you ha you, you have to be in love with yeah. the journey not just in, in love with like let's say i'm going to be in love with like oh, i can't wait to lose weight or i'm going to feel better or i'm going to quit drinking or whatever it is but you have to be in love with the healing part of the journey like oh my gosh this is the process i'm doing it day one day two day three and you have to you have to and love and, the journey and the journey's up and down right we have waves and, and ebbs and flows of the journey. So, um, yeah. so getting back to Susan, our guest. Hi, Susan. <laughs> Remember us? <laughs> you're, you're so cute. <laughs> um, you know, I think 
one of the things too, you know, as we're talking about alignment and we're talking about synchronicity and we're talking about flow, you know, we can get there, but how do we stay there or how do we get back to there? Because, yeah. you know, I might have a great session with you and I have, by the way, so recommend Susan. She's Me awesome. too. Um, <laughs> is that, you know, you know, you'll feel good. You know, I'm flying like, oh my God, Susan's the best. She's great. Ah! You know, and that, and then maybe a week later or a month later, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm clogged or I'm in discourse or I'm in, I'm just, you know, er, you know, feeling, um, is there tips and tricks you teach your, your, your clients or tips and tricks you do for yourself? You know, how do we, how do we maintain? And there was a lot of questions in there. So take, <laughs> respond however you want on that in regards to alignment. So I'm just going to turn it over to you. And how do you we could, stay there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, great question. So one of the, one of the, you know, I don't, you know, processes that I teach people is that you, you, um, you out it. So like, if you're feeling, you know, whatever, Yucky. You're, yeah. Yucky you're feeling, you know, wonky. Like kind of, well, yeah. You're, you're just, you know, you're, they're like sad or whatever. It's, it's to, it's to out it. Meaning like, you know, I feel you sadness. Hmm. I, I release you. And then I always say, look at the earth, look at the dirt and actually, you know, kind of, I just blow it out. Um, you know, I, I feel you sadness and I release you. So it's not, saying, oh, I don't want to feel like this. It's just like allowing it. I want, it's like you're at a, you're, 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 a train is passing you at a station. You're at the station and the sadness train passes. You feel it, but it's not, you're not staying on the train. You're not getting on the car. You're just, I see you and I release you. Because a lot of it is old bubbles. I call them emotional farts. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're old bubbles and they'll be triggered by if you see something that that reminds you of something and you have a sadness, mm. you know, um, and I still do this. I mean, I do this practice too. I mean, I do this work, but I'm not <laughs> walking in total en enlightenment every moment of my day. You know, like, mm -hmm. there, there's, you know, I, right. I've got all these human experiences. So, but I feel them like, okay, I feel you sadness and I release you. I feel you anger and I release you. Although anger, I want to put on a side note, mm. anger can be used as a power tool. And that's, you know, anger, and this is something that I teach, you know, well. So can you teach those that have worked, Karens out there to use their anger for good? I have you, many you, friends who are named Karen. We just want to put that out there. Okay. It's out there. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you said parents. See? I thought you said parents. <laughs> well. Right. We were talking because about. Because I go for I did, it. Talk yeah. about anger. We interrupted you. Talk about anger and using it, uh, use the power as a power tool. So, yep. so, you know, people that, you know, clients of mine that I work with, first of all, I've got to, they've got to do step one, which is just um, being able to feel it and release it, you know, in, in, a, in a responsible way. That's the first thing. And then the next elevation of that um, is uh, using it as a power tool. So you kind of Anger has the same, I call it RPMs, rates per minute, as passion. It has the same, like, <laughs> uh, speed. Mm -hmm. And it just depends on what you're pointing it at, right? So if, so if you are, feel that anger and you're triggered about something, you flip it in that moment. You have 17 seconds before it 
just stays straight anger and rage and makes a whole nasty thing happen. But if you flip it and say, I have courteous drivers around me, they're athletic and courteous and, and joyous drivers around me. I'm just using traffic because yeah, it's yeah. so easy to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, but you flip it in that moment. So you get, it, it's like you take that anger trigger and then you, you start prophesizing what it is that you want and you say it in the, in the present tense. I did this, I've done this experiment, but the, the best experiment was a, a pair of concert tickets. I wanted this concert tickets and I got, my friend said that she bought them for me. And then the day before the show, she says, oh no, I gave them away because I thought you were too busy, which set me into full rage. Luckily she wasn't anywhere near me, <laughs> but I, you know, I was in full rage and I went out in the park and I said, I said, yes, I want to go to that concert. I love Ravinia. I love this concert. La, 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 la. And I'm putting all my anger. I was ripped. I mean, like I was like a race car screaming in the park. People see that all the time when they see me sometimes. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm all this anger and I'm putting it towards what I want. I want to go to that concert. I go back upstairs very calmly after my release. Oh my God. I felt like a little flower. I felt so light. I'm like, okay. Oh, hmm. everything's joyous. I go back upstairs and she is on my phone with the concert tickets. I bought them. I'm paying for everything. Uh, how can I just like boom, boom, boom. But the cool thing is, cause I put so much energy into that concert. I got front row center in the pavilion seats. By the time we started that concert started, she bought the tickets to the guard, to the lawn seats. I walked into the parking facility and another lady runs up to me. Hey, do you need some tickets? Now this is the universe. Yeah. It heard me loud and clear. This girl wants to go to the concert. How can we make her happy? So another person comes. I said, no, no, I'm good. Cause they were lawn tickets. I was like, no, no, I'm good. We get inside. We start taking selfies. This other couple runs again, urgency. <laughs> Why urgency? Cause I was, there was so much power behind what <laughs> what yeah. I was asking for this other couple comes up with these concert tickets and says, we're going to make your night. We can't stay here for the concert, but these are front row center. Have a great time on us. <laughs> Boom, up in the front. <laughs> That's part Today, of the, uh, the release of discourse, right? Brings that alignment. There we go. Ding, ding, there ding, ding, go. ding. That was, I, I like got chills running through my body from that story. But, I mean, and, and everyone and, has and, those stories. I mean, not everyone, but a lot of people have some stories. And it's that is that's the formula. You just said the the formula how to like whatever anger release. Use, I call it anger as a power tool. Mm. Using the anger as a power tool. Yeah. Now, 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 like how you can say, we do this for the lottery? It's one point four <laughs> billion. I know. I, I love like, the lottery. I love so much. <laughs> I mean, like, how many numbers is that? I love all those numbers in my bank account. Five, I mean, it'd be so fix. I mean, all how many zeros, zeros, zeros and all those commas, comma, comma, comma. All those commas and numbers in my bank account. I like that idea. It's really big. <laughs> and then I have friends like you that I want to facilitate what you're doing. And I have friends that are doing other wonderful yeah. works in the world. So yeah, yeah there's lots of. Yeah, we're going to do that one. I like that idea. Yeah, I love a, the lottery. Lots of money winning. to pass out. But you know what I like about the lottery is it it allows you to it be aware of of things that you don't know you have. 
Um, and there's a good example of, um, you know, your issues of lack, your issues of, of, I had, a, I had a, oh crap moment. I don't know if I told you this story. So when the last time the lottery was at like one point, whatever, someone in California won and that's all I knew. And I had bought a ticket and, and my dad came in and I told him that someone in California won and he, and he said, so like childlike, and you've met my dad, he goes, or our dad, sorry. <laughs> he goes, so did you win? Like he knew, like he knew for me that that's, that was in my possibilities, but I sat there for a minute and went, I had a moment of panic, like, oh God, what if it was me? And I, and I just had that sense of what it was like for that moment. Like it could have been me. It, it should have been, not should have been me. Well, should have been me. Sure. I'll claim it. Give me that check, you know, but it was a moment to highlight that feeling of, of what was potentially blocking me from that ticket. So it was very, it was very interesting. And then I looked, it was at a different, it wasn't at the place I bought it. Cause all I knew it was California and I was in the California pool, but not at, right. the, not at that specific location where that it was purchased. I didn't look yet. I didn't want to know. Cause I wanted to keep the illusion that I had one and had exactly. that, you know, keeping that experience. So I could sense, feel within my body, what wouldn't have allowed me to receive that money. I'm going to flip this right now. Oh, good. I'm going to, I'm going to flip this right now because oh boy, we're going to win. The I, lottery. I, I want, I know I want, <laughs> I want you to realize Leslie, that that feeling that you won, right. Yeah. And all oh. that, like, kind of, you know, like, I'm assuming it was kind of fear angst. Yeah. Okay. That is the feeling that you would feel when you won. So I am not going to call it a blockage. Yeah. I, I want you to tap into that again, because like, it's almost this like momentary, like, oh my God, I can't believe my greatness. You know, it's like, like, you know, or my good, you know, my good fortune. I can't believe it's that, it's that momentary. So that is that, that formula for you at the moment is the way to the lottery. Does that make sense? It does, because there was also a sense of freedom, right? I don't have to worry right. about the bills. I don't have to worry about not being able to open a soul gym or being able to pay the mortgage. And none of that. It just was complete free. It was a. It was just a momentary, fleeting thing. But it was you. You want? I mean, I wanted to grab onto that that stream of thought because it felt so good. Like, oh my God, I'm unshackled. I'm free. I'm. There's nothing barring me from moving forward. So it was a really cool experience. So mm -hmm. I was in alignment so for just a moment. In, so, so tap into that daily. Yeah. I would tap into that daily. Yeah. Me too. I, and we're, yeah. Oh, sisters, <laughs> yep. we're going to win this. Yes. <laughs> Great. And everyone I in the audience who's listening, this is how you do it. We gave, gave away the secret. So yeah. hopefully we'll have in the, our comments page. Oh my God, I won the lottery. This is so great. You know, so, <laughs> well, it's really not a secret. These are all like, these are all things we can do. This is not like something new. We read about these things. We hear about these things. It's kind of like we were talking about the, you know, um, practicing, um, you know, gratitude, you know, really the activity of gratitude. We know scientifically that it really helps you. Um, and it's almost like, you know, or just like eating better, right, is you know, a healthier way to live. We all know these things. Susan, why do you think like 
Why don't we do it? Why don't we do it more often? Well, I'm, I'm going to just poke into the gratitudes because the gratitude, what I've found with people is there's sadness connected to some people's gratitude. Mm. You know, like, have you ever seen someone, they're like, oh, I'm so happy and so thankful. And they're like really sad when they're saying it. I'm like, well, okay. You know, like, so <laughs> to me, to me, like gratitude can work as long as you're aligned, but gratitude doesn't work because it brings back sadness. Like, oh, why did, you know, why did my husband leave me or whatever, you know, and they're like, I'm so happy to have a new husband. And then they keep thinking about their old situation so it's got it any of these practices have to come out purely purely and actually i'm just having an inspiration if we listen to children like a three-year-old or four-year-old or someone that's just learning to talk mm. and you tell them to say the word gratitude now we got something now we got something we can write on because that is pure gratitude yeah. <laughs> Attitude, right? Yeah. It's super pure. So quite frankly, I think everybody should just find a child, have them say it, and then listen to that over and over because that's pure. Wow. You know, that's pure. We can definitely we, we can learn so, a lot. So the, yeah, I mean, so the work that I do gets really deep, you know, into like, so if somebody wanted to elevate and, and they said, you know, I work on gratitude, but it's not working. Okay, well, let's talk about, I want you to say that word. We're going to dissect that word. We're going to get all the little sadness bubbles out of that word gratitude so that you can use that word, or we're going to shift and, and use another word like the word God. The word God has a lot of, mm. you know, right now, even when I say it, there's sadness that comes up, which I'm just releasing right now outside into the dirt. Um, because there's been so much persecution and uh, condemnation and judgment around that word God. So that's why a lot of people now universal source, divinity, all those words are purer, more pure. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I'd love to do a whole God cleanup <laughs> so that the word God would be really cleansed. But I think by shifting it at the moment, that's the way to do it. Yeah. You know, you know universal source uh, divinity alignment is another one these are all words for god you know it's the same thing yeah it's just we're we're, we're raising the, the 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 consciousness and the value of those words words yeah. are important yeah. words you know? are important yeah they're yeah. definitely and the use of them and how they're and and, and the energy that's put into them yeah. um yeah and people have triggers i mean not to you know like as a young child, um, uh, uh, one of my triggers was the word dessert. Interesting, right? Yeah. Dessert. Mm -hmm. I don't dessert. know. Did, did we ever talk about this? I don't even know I know this. Uh, well, here we go. I'm going to talk about it. Um, so when I was growing up, my father, who was military, German, strong male personality, um, would say no dessert unless all your food is eaten. And that word dessert, he would like, you know, like, like, you know, like no dessert, you know, like he put all this, like, right. that's it for you. Yeah. This scary thing. I call it the scary dad yeah. thing into the, you know, into that word. And I'm a little kid. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, actually one of the, the, the real, one of the turning points for me about doing working full-time or um, you know, working hard on, 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 on building my interior works, uh, 
profession, one of the turning points was I was triggered by the word dessert. I I went again from zero to sixty in rage, and you go, and you ladies know me. I don't really get mm -mm. nope. Like at a restaurant, you know, would any of you ladies care for dessert? And you'd be like, <laughs> well, it was it was in the privacy of my own home, mm -hmm. um, and I had set the stage for it because I set I I the whole house smelled like brownies. And um, family comes home and, oh, can we have dessert before dinner? And I just went like, I mean, like it was like this, this, like this rawr through my entire body. My whole entire body was like, like fire. I mean, it was crazy. Okay. So since I'm doing the work that I do, I looked away from <laughs> my family and my eyes caught a coffee table that was glass and that glass exploded. Oh, I do know the story. Yeah. So this was the highlight of me saying, well, Sue, you sure got a command of energy. You better heal some people with this. You better not blow up stuff. Let's just go <laughs> blow up some cancer or something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I was, so I stayed up all night. I'm like, oh my God, quantum physics. Okay, this is energy. This is how it works. Okay, rage comes out, you hit the glass and boom, it, it cracks. I proceeded to do that a couple other times, not as dramatically, but like my windshield, I broke it I don't know, six, seven times, you know, like until I realized, well, Sue, you can't just let it, you, you have to put it into the dirt. You know, that's why I put my anger into the dirt because I'll blow up something, you know, um, and I really don't, you know, so I, once I figured that up, out though, I stayed up all night reading quantum physics and, and energy. And that's how I know that anger is a power tool. Because within that next three years, I did help someone that had cancer cells have those leave their body. I did help someone who had a toothache that, you know, tooth was supposed to be extracted that get, got to stay in its bot, her body. I mm -hmm. did, you know, so I did, you, I, I have been using that power to raise, you know, uh, well, and to eliminate whatever it is that's holding that um, health out of alignment. So, you know, that's why I know that this is a truth that you can do. I have a really strong chi. Um, some, you know, other people do as well. So I would imagine that those people can really use it for healing. Yeah. And it's just what you point your, you know, like it's a power source that we can use for upliftment. And that's what I decided to do with it instead of breaking up glass. <laughs> yeah. Well, Susan Curry of Interior Works. Yes. It's about that time where we do our soulful stretch. And nice. Yeah. So that soulful stretch can be something that has from this conversation or something recently in your life, or maybe not so recently, where we have changed our mind or, or, shifted. you know, just basically shifted. A soulful stretch is a shift in, in, in a belief, in a, in a understanding or something just new, right? So for me during this conversation, I really liked your emotional farts, <laughs> you know, because because I I feel like I need to make more loud farts, you know, with my emotions. So if something comes up, just fart it out. <laughs> and I know that sounds really weird, but that that graphic and that image, <sighs> they're gonna grab this clip. I know they like... are gonna. They don't grab this clip, please. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I'm making loud farts. No, these are, you know, just letting that emotion out, you know, just like you would gas. <laughs> Lord. Lord. 
There's that God word, Lord have mercy. (laughs) I know. And what I, what I want to add to that, what I want to add to that is when you do have guests and you are around your loved ones, you don't stay in the same room with them. You go in the other room. Yeah. So that's, that's the other part of this with your emotional farts. If you have, well, you hope that person does. (laughs) Sometimes they don't leave. (laughs) Right. Right. And then like, I guess a joke, but, um, but I, you know, like with these emotional farts too, it's like you being responsible. Like I have my sadness, but I know how to get rid of it. I'm going out here. I'm looking outside. I'm going to put it in the dirt, you know? And that's what I, I mean, I hope everybody takes that from this is that it's not to like stuff it or make a big deal that you have these things. We have it as part of the human experience. But it's just outing it. Yes, I feel you sadness and I release you right into that dirt. Because Mother Nature knows how to recycle, I'll tell you. So she's fine mm-hmm. sucking it up and, you have and a, making some. Well, my, my, it's just it's very simple how anger can be a tool shifted in. You can, it can turn that around into a positive to help you get in alignment. And I've never, I've always thought of anger is bad. Oh, they've got so many anger issues. No, let's. Let's utilize that. That could be powerful. So I like that soulful stretch for me. How about you, Susan? Any soulful stretch? Did you get any soulful stretches from us? Oh, your girls are so (laughs) good. I just having fun with you and it's so delightful. So, um, yeah, I appreciate you. I love you. The soulful, that's not a soulful stretch. That's just a truism, but a soulful um, share. (laughs) A soulful share. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the stretch is, um, you know, I, I, I really want to spread this, this information, these, these um, tidbits mm. of human performance at its best around the world. And I, you know, super appreciate that, you know, you, you two are making that possible, um, uh, you know, to get my voice heard and, you know, inspire others to reach out and, and, do this, do these simple, you know, do these uh, practices as well as, you know, reach out if they want to do personal work. But, um, you know, I, I thank you and I appreciate you. And we will, of course, share all your information in the show notes and descriptions. And on that note, we're going to close it up and we're going to just say thank you, Susan of Interior oh. Works. Thank you, Leslie. My pleasure. Thank you, Signal Fire Media, and to our listeners. You know, we all believe here at Soul Shape, we believe wellness starts within. And you can unlock unlimited possibilities with energetic healing. So embrace the woo. Put it in the dirt, (laughs) right? (laughs) Throw it out there. Dabble, dive, or discover your next healing experience on the Soul Shape app. And we hope you've enjoyed this soulful stretch and that you do something to raise your vibration today because the ripple effects are endless. So join us again and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the Soul Shape podcast. Thank you.